I grew up in the slums right. of Ikorodu. I had a very difficult childhood, and right. um, I mean, most of them I've been to where I grew up, mm. uh, in a place called Isalodo in Ikorodu, and uh, we grew up in very difficult poverty, and mm. when you think about poverty in its purest form. And I would hear people talk about Tundi Onokoya as if he were a saint. Even me, even naive, credulous me would be like, I beg, it's not possible for somebody to be all of this. And moreover, I'm seeing these fine pictures on social media. I sure that he's not playing all of us. You know, it sounds too good to be true. And so I wanted to meet him first because I'm impressed by his work. I'm impressed by the impact over the past five years and I wanted to get to know him. I used to go to this barber shop and uh, to watch people play PS1. Now one of these days, he just brought out a small plastic chess set. And uh, prior to that time, I'd never seen a chessboard before. It was just something that sparked curiosity. I wanted to know what it was. And by just watching, I was able to pick up the rules. Like, my understanding of the world was very limited to those confines. Mm. But through chess, I was able to, like, come to the island for the first time. I was able to meet other kids from other places. I was able to see a computer for the first time. So all of these things, you know, really helped form my perception of people mm. and places. And it helped me know that there was something that was better than this. This guy has used chess to change the lives of thousands of young people across Nigeria and now Africa. Those seeds that we planted five years ago have blossomed, right? I met him in 2018, I met yeah. him in 2018, I met him in 2021. The seeds have blossomed now yeah. and it's not just three of them. There are at least a thousand other children like this that we've impacted that whose untold stories mm -hmm. have now come to limelight. Mm -hmm. But it took time, right? And these things that you see now, that you feel, because you're obviously a great listener, the details of the things you felt now are the same things I felt over time. Yeah. At significant risk to his own well-being and livelihood, he gave up a dream to leave the country because he felt a strong burden in his heart to save children from impoverished communities. Between 2015 and 2018, 18. I was a chess coach. I worked with a lot of schools. Yeah, I would go wake up very early. I was so lean because, you know, the stress was a lot. But I mm. loved it. And I, in that time, I thought more than 3,000 children chess. And mm. it was beautiful seeing the feedback from the school, from the parents. But in 2018, I gave up because I was earning very little and I was mm. suffering so much. And I said, that's it. No more chess for me. Mm. This thing is not going to take me anywhere. Let me just jackpa. You know, I was ready to do anything. I was ready to seek asylum and lie, whatever. Me and my friend, we had planned it. So we wanted to go through a chess tournament in, I think, Gibraltar. Then we run away from there. Something happened that kept me in Nigeria. And I it's not just Tudia Nokoya that was here. I didn't just want to talk to him. I wanted to meet the people whose lives his work has changed. So this is a beautiful episode about following your heart and the sacrifice his father and his mother made to enable him be the person that he is today. Eventually I uh, go back to school because my mom made uh, a huge sacrifice for me. She, I mean, when she saw that I wasn't going to go to school again, two mm -hmm. years, you know, and she was a petty trader. She just, she just stopped doing it. And she went to a private school not too far from where we lived. And she told them that she was going to work there as a cleaner if her son could attend school there. Wow. And uh, that was how I go back to school. I remember my dad eventually got another car and uh, a small taxi cab that I was using. But then, 
on the day when I was supposed to write my WAEC. Now, my mom's salary couldn't cover my WAEC fee. Right. It was a lot then, right? And my brother was junior's junior WAEC, so he had to sell that car to pay, literally pay for a WAEC. Right, your dad had to sell the car yeah, to pay for the, the WAEC. Car, and that was just yeah. it. After that, things got worse. I was yeah. able to write my exams, and I passed. But I had to just leave Lagos, and I went back to the village from there. This episode will inspire you and light up your fire like never before. Come for me. <laughs> so I have a medical condition called avascular necrosis. Yeah. When I was, I think, six months old and I got sick, I got a bad injection from a right. quack nurse. So because when you grew up in a place like I grew up, you know that uh, like your entire childhood experience, going to the hospital was just a luxury meant for rich people. So we never went to the hospital whenever we were sick. It was just local nurse out there nurses, or yeah. and all of that. I think it was reality for a lot of Nigerians. Of so I got a bad injection because it was just local nurse and I stopped walking because my mom said at that time I was already crawling and active, but I just stopped. Uh, mm. So what a vascular necrosis means is that blood stops flowing to your joint. So the joint just dies and just collapses, right? So, so that was what happened. Maybe I had surgery then. I don't really remember the details. Uh, my mom, she didn't really explain it well. So, so I just started walking again. But then I remember when I was 11, mm-hmm. that was when I started feeling extreme pain, right, mm-hmm. in my right leg. And the pain was so bad that I couldn't sleep. Like, and my mom didn't know what to do. My parents didn't know what to do. They couldn't take me to the hospital because they couldn't afford it. it. They would just use rub, rub, rub. So the pain got worse. Like there were days when I wouldn't be able to walk. So I would just sit. And there was just nothing that, that could have been done. My mm. parents didn't know what to do. And I just found a way to live with that pain ever since then. Mm. And uh, it became a part of my life. And uh, how that sort of you know connects with what I do now, mm-hmm. why I'm so deeply committed to this path that I've chosen was in 2018, like I said, when I was planning to jack something happened. Two things happened. I tell the first one. Second yeah. one, I was trying to cross the road and I felt that pain. Like everything just kept rushing in. And I just fell in the middle of the road and I couldn't walk. And a car almost hit me, but someone pushed me to cover ten. And on that night when I got home, I cried because I imagined that this was going to happen again, right? Mm. And I still never gone to the hospital because, mm. so I just, that was when I started doing extensive research. That was when I learned what it was. Mm. So don't Google your health problems. But what I discovered, the summary of all of it was that I had, say, maybe 10 years to be strong before I ended up on a wheelchair or before I had really bad scoliosis or sclerosis, you know, so a lot of the other health things that would come with it with time as you grow older. So, or if I had $90,000, they could do a corrective surgery, which would be a total hip replacement surgery to change right. it. And, and I'll say, oh, in the woman on my street, 200 naira for the Gary that I took on credit. And so I just thought to myself that, okay, I have 10 years to be strong before I end up on a wheelchair or something happens. 
what do I want to do with this? Hmm. And I wrote the word down on that day that this frail body would house the greatest spirit humanity would ever know. We need you to subscribe, yo! <laughs> and the reason is simple. The kinds of conversations, the kinds of worlds that we construct with our conversations on with Today are driven by a vision of the kind of world I want to see, you know? You are the most important person in this entire ecosystem. You subscribing monthly. So do go ahead, subscribe. Ask somebody else to subscribe. Advise somebody else to subscribe. Refer to someone to subscribe. It matters, truly. Thank you as we continue to be human together.